thank you all for being here this February the 22nd, 2020, in the 5D meditation activation, honoring the new moon in Pisces, psychic sonic energy template. <clears throat> And focusing on your body, making sure that you're seated comfortably with your spine nice and tall. We want a nice tall spine. Nice, tall, long spine. <clears throat> and just notice moving your neck around a little bit as you focus on your breath, inhalation and exhalation. Exhaling out the mouth, allowing the jaw to relax. Noticing if your eyes, if you're choosing to keep your eyes open or closed. Noticing the energy around your eyes, the energy inside your eyeballs. Noticing your forehead, the energy in your forehead. Your temporal bones on the side of your head where your ears are. Noticing if your ears are open. <laughs> What's the energy going on in your ears? What have you been listening to? Hmm? Going down into the back of the throat and going up the palate as well as down the back of the throat around to the front of the throat Your jaw, the mandible, the lower part, the moving part of your jaw, your tongue. Is there tension in your tongue? It's a very strong muscle. Is there tension in your teeth? Coming into the throat, your voice box, <clears throat> your vocal cords, the tuning forks, how have they been used? 
lately, today. The thyroid. The clavicle. And then extending out towards your shoulders, the back of your neck towards your shoulders, the front of your neck towards your shoulders. How are your shoulders? Is there any weight <clears throat> that you are carrying or releasing or letting go of from your shoulders? Allowing the weight of the world to be lifted off of you? Freeing up the front of the chest, freeing up the back of the rib cage, the heart chakra free, free to expand in inhalation and inspiration, and to contract in expression, expulsion, exhalation. Continuing down your arms. Are your arms free to move? How do your arms move? Are they free as wings to move light? and yet strong, your wrists, your palms of your hands and your fingers. How is the energy being expressed all the way through the fingers and through and out the fingertips like artists, musicians, writers, painters, chefs, Dexterity, harmonizing the two hemispheres of the brain through the two hands, massage therapists, chiropractors, healers. How are your fingers? Are they expressing all the way through the energy coming from the arms, the energy coming from the heart, the energy coming through the chest? Any tightness, any tension? If so, let that be a form of communication that your body is giving you. Moving down the torso, from the chest, from the heart, from the lungs, from the rib cage into the stomach into the visceral organs in your abdominal cavity. Very important place of the body. <sighs> Exhale it out. We find treasures 
stories, relationships, memories, thought forms, emotions, desires, tensions, strength, power, digestion, assimilation, creativity, passion, discernment, transmutation, All of this is found in your abdominal cavity. Breathe it out. How does your stomach feel? How does your digestion feel? How hydrated are your kidneys it is a most intricate intimate interconnected network of cellular activity. Electrical charges. Endocrine releases. Emotional pockets and consciousness in this abdomen of yours, in this abdominal cavity where we find gems and jewels and storybooks and Akashic records, emotional and psychological processes Decisions, discernments, dedications, and groundedness, perseverance, stamina. Breathe it out. Is there a sense of depletion? or a sense of excess 
as you tune into this treasure chest. Visceral organs, powerful friends they are, powerful teachers and communicators they are. Their greatest wish is to live in harmony with one another, which is you. At the base of the pelvic girdle, where your reproductive organs are located, the Kundalini Reservoir. The Kundalini sexual energy that you are made of so that your light can ignite and you may create your deepest, truest, highest essence and expression through the temple of your physical body and way, way, way beyond. Kundalini energy, the spark that sets you on fire and goes right up to your pituitary and pineal gland as it embarks on its journey through your chakra system, through your central nervous system, activating you, turning you on. A very specific journey is coming to an end, as all good stories do. <clears throat> and in order for the completion to take place, wholeness has to happen. Wholeness has to happen, has to be remembered. This is a very personal journey between you and you.
your body is your best friend. Listen to it. Is it speaking to you right now in this moment? Notice the sensation or sensations occurring or moving through your body. We receive emails and text messages on external devices all the time. We receive a hundredfold messages from an internal source all the time. Let's pay attention to what the body is saying right now about any place within yourself that is looking for that is moving towards wholeness in honor of this cycle completing. Sometimes we will resist bringing things to a completion. And we will hold on and perhaps hoard or hide one of the last few pieces in an attempt to control, save. Pause. that will show up in your body as pain. Discomfort, illness. So notice anything showing up for you in your body as easily as you notice an email or a text message coming through an external device. Be patient with yourself as well. This is an energy that we are moving into and we will be in for several weeks. And I'm referring here to the Mercury retrograde in the astrology in Pisces during the time of this new moon in Pisces with Neptune in Pisces. Give it six weeks, five weeks, 
allow something to become whole. So that something can reach its completion. And it can be put to rest peacefully, divinely, sweetly. The veil between worlds is going to be very thin within this energy. The message is going to be clear. Will you have the courage in your heart to see it, to embrace it, the light of your own soul blessing you healing you unconditionally eternally will we be able to accept this Will we have the spiritual stamina, the light stamina to accept this healing, this insight? Will we have the spiritual light stamina to accept 
wholeness. to surrender into completion in the most graceful of ways. That is the opportunity that is given through these energies. And it is all in preparation. As we get ready to embark, but not just yet, but very soon and very close by, but not just yet. but very soon. To embark on something brand new with incredible personal reverence passion, conviction, purpose, ambition, and fire. Visualize your body standing tall, gracefully, in perfect health and vitality and radiance. And above your head is the sun, shining its consciousness, and you are the being photosynthesizing consciousness into your vessel, through your vessel, which is rooted, rooted below you, at your feet, at your root chakra, the earth. Above you is the sun, shining its consciousness its light at you 
within you. You, the being, experiencing photosynthesis of consciousness, deeply rooted and grounded beneath you into the earth, of the earth, from the earth, the body that will one day inevitably return to the earth, bones and all, back into the earth. The body is an extension of the earth. Your consciousness is the photosynthesis that occurs within your body as you connect to the sun above your head. Visualize in your mind's eye, in the gentle space in the center of your head, your luminous, radiant consciousness. the photosynthesis that is occurring in you as you move through the words, sentences, paragraphs, and chapters of your life right now. Right now. Right now, whatever is flashing in your mind's eye right now about your life right now, What is the consciousness of the photosynthesis that your being is experiencing? Can we choose to step into and through the sun? Can we choose to step and receive the light? Where all Polarities are unified. The light of the sun, the light in the sun, the sun itself. Where where all colors are one where the reds and the oranges and the yellows and the greens, the blues and the violets, the indigos, they're all one light. Can we step into the light and allow polarities to unify healing to finally arrive in a place that gives us completion 
closure, wholeness, rest, peace, freedom, liberation. Do we have the courage to be whole? <sighs> Focusing on your breath. Following the inhalation as your body breathes in. Following the exhalation as your body breathes out. Knowing that Everything in creation breathes in and breathes out. Even the cosmos has a breath. This concludes the meditation part of our evening together. We will go to a five minute break, gently, softly, taking your time to return to your body, wiggling your toes and your fingers Gently opening your eyes a little bit to allow your surroundings to return to your vision. Thank you. We'll take a five minute break and resume with your Q&A part. Questions? Let's see, we have a message from Monique. Thank you, Miss M. I have to leave at your time at 8.50. Very so sorry to cut short. 
Thank you for the meditation. Thank you, for Monique, for being here with us. Hmm. So the way it goes is the floor's open and um, you guys have the mic and you can unmute yourselves, introduce yourself, say your name, and then um, and that's how we go. I know sometimes it's hard to um, move from that deep space of meditation and come into our thinking minds. It's like, what? Nobody, nobody wants to say anything yet. I know I've been feeling, um, your mute. Okay. So Tess says her mute button is stuck. Let me make sure I. Mm. Let me see. My ears as well. Okay. Okay, so I've just unmuted you all, but that's going to be very loud. So I'm going to mute you all back. <laughs> no. Thank you. And allow participants to mute themselves. Okay, try now, somebody. Thank you. That works. Great. Whoa. Can I kick us off? Yes. Uh, yes, please do. And, and say your name and you have the microphone. It's Monique here from Australia. Hello, everybody. Bless you all. Um, I just wanted to... Um, I don't know if there's others on the call that have the um, the Uranus conjunct Pluto opposing Chiron conjunct Saturn in Pisces. <laughs> um, so we've got Neptune hanging around there in those degrees. Anything you're getting on that? Um, I, what's your question? The, um, is there any other callers on any in the group or anything you have on the Pluto conjunct Uranus in Virgo opposing Chiron conjunct Saturn in Pisces? So Neptune is hanging around my degrees there, those degrees in Pisces. Do you, okay, um, so that's might be a little too broad of a question. Okay. Um, do you want to 
is there something you would like to ask me about well, that in your life or in your, like, is there something you want to bring up about that? Yeah. Well, as far as the healing goes, because we've got Saturn sextiling that, Jupiter sextiling that, Pluto, Pluto sextiling that. Um, I'm a Capricorn sun. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, and I've just given up all addictions after 30 years of, like, you know, it's been a big job. It's been a big pattern that I came in to heal. Mm-hmm. Addictions. Um, so that's cleared now. I've cleared that in the last, you know, 30 years. <laughs> but I know that I know that I know that it's cleared. So um, now I should be able to move forward with with things <laughs> um yes and are you moving forward well i have a little trouble with um with with knowing which way to go with the north node gemini in the 10th um you know i kept i have kept leaning back into that that sagittarius south node in the fourth but you know at the moment i'm working with adult children um from family trauma and dysfunction but i mean i've been studying astrology for for over 30 odd years you know so i i'm really stuck as far as um which way to go without me moving back into my south node satch well what are your options i could go into the entertainment industry i could become an astrology numerology counselor um I could be in sales. Um, Which one? I've had a, I've had a lot of gifts. Your with a lot of gifts. heart connect to. Well, I'm not getting that. I'm not getting. I'm not getting that um, inspiration, that passion to go. Yes, let's go. Okay. So, do I need to wait? If that's, I just need confirmation on that. Um, yeah, if you're not getting the passion in your heart, then it's usually meaning that it's not time yet. Okay. All right. All right. That, well, that's, that's good to know. Okay, that's really good to know because I can do anything. There's a lot of talents that I've, and I've done yeah. a lot with North Node Gemini on the 10th. Sure. Um, sure. But I know there's been deep, deep healing as far as, as, far as the family issues go and the wounding that child child abandonment and, and and the wounding um so i just wait then i'm happy to wait um if, if you know but i'm i've known in my life when when i've gone forward it's been a real click in the stomach and it's like yes i know that i know that i know that i know that's the way to go and then boom the capricorn energy can go with it you know that so you agree with me on that one to wait yeah, wait. And um, do you have a sister? I have two sisters. Okay. One Scorpio and one is Uranus, which is that Pluto. Does one have Uranus. like wavy strawberry yes. blonde hair? Yes, that's the Scorpio one. So she's the one that's coming up. And for you to, she's coming up for a reason. And this has something to do with your question. Does that make sense to you? 
Well, I'm estranged from all of them now. They don't want to know about me now. Okay, so... Hmm. She's not... There, I don't, she's the one that hasn't evolved past the parental um, dysfunction. She's still obligated to the, to the controlling parents. So Is she younger than I, you? Yeah, she's the right. youngest one. Okay, so she she's reaching well. out to you and you need to pay attention to that right now. Okay, thank you. Yeah. I'll reach out to her then. I'm bigger than that. Does mm -hmm. she live in your country or in a different country? <laughs> no, she's in Australia, but she's in a different um, city. Okay. If I were you, I would focus on reconnecting with her. I could doubt. And uh, there is a doorway of healing that is going to be made possible um, in your, in the two of you coming back together somehow. Okay, I'm 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 a bigger than that. I can send her a text. I send her a birthday text and a Christmas text, and she ignored it. Being Scorpio, she she hasn't evolved. She hasn't done any healing work on herself, so she. Um. So she yeah, obviously, okay, so that you know. you're so that's not exactly correct. Mm. You can't really speak like I mean, you can speak however you wish, but that's not going to be to your favor. And with that, she's not. You know, if you, if that's what you have in your mind about her, then that's not going to facilitate her coming closer to you. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is your healing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So it's, you know, just keep that in mind. There's a reason why she showed up in this tonight and her spirit is telling me that she is reaching out to you, even though physically it might not appear that way. It might be quite the contrary, right? Right. Um, she needs you okay to accept her she needs you to listen to her she needs you to not judge her okay he's coming up so you might be right on that one yeah all right okay she okay. You. oh you know and it might go back to something when she was around seven Or maybe you were seven and she was four or something. Those numbers are coming up. Yeah. She needs you. Okay. And, you and, and I'm going to say this very bluntly because it's the only way I can say it. But, and you need to stop judging her. Okay. <sighs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. So much love to you. And you. <sighs> Hello? Yes, speak up. Yes, Michelle Godwin here. Hello, Michelle. So my question is, is about the sun. Mm. And I've always been so connected to it and feel it. And it's, I feel like it's a gift that was given to us in our transformation. But I would like to know more information on your um, 
idea it's the of the sacredness of the sun and in what it things that we could know to understand it more and and to we love it definitely love it and accept it and it's it's just so awesome mm-hmm. and so i'd like to see what your hit is on the universal sacredness of the sun please Absolutely. Thank you. That's a beautiful question. Inquiry. Oh, it's our ticket home. You know, uh, traveling through the sun is our ticket home. And the way I, the way it is shown to me when you ask me that question is imagine that our reality, our creation, and view our creation from inside of a balloon, right? So there's like a balloon, it's been blown air into, and it's it's a nice big round balloon. And inside the balloon is our reality and creation. And it's all inside this balloon. And the sun is actually the whole it's actually the whole so when we go through the sun uh we we come out of our reality and we come out of the classroom the obstacle course that is inside this balloon When I did my um, Alba Weinman quantum healing hypnosis session, it was uh, titled, it ended up being titled, The Sun's Message to Humanity. And I remember at the end of that, um, walking on the sun. And so imagine walking on the sun is like walking on a beach or walking on sand dunes or walking on a flat surface that goes on for eternity and it's nothing but waves of this golden white isn't even the color but this golden light white consciousness And it really takes us into a space beyond time. You know, so it's like the light that moves faster than time. And it's our ticket home. Hmm. And the energies that I'm feeling all the time just by, you know, talking to you now it's like through the top of the head it's like all this energy is just going into the whole body and and helping us to awaken and downloads and and or or if I go out every day I go out and stand in the sun and just really honor it for all the blessings that we have just to be humans here too 
in, in their family and life and beauty. It's, it's so incredible. And it, and it seems like, too, in the world, there's just so much going on, you know, and, and people are suffering and, and, um, and yet we still have to hold this within us so that we can be the light, too. So it's, it's quite the awakening for us. It's difficult. It's, you know, we have a lot of challenges, which I go through, and, but I just feel so blessed and Every day I go out there with the sun and it's awesome. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's come to me very recently, the whole photosynthesis um, of consciousness by connecting to the sun. And if we just look at nature, you know, the way the plants move throughout the day with the alignment of the sun and you know i know many of you probably have pets also and you guys know <laughs> manu and big mama kitty and they you know they love sitting in the sunlight you know it's it's such a natural thing to do and <clears throat> the sun is you know a master being and it is um sending us waves that affect our brain, our pineal glands, our reproductive system, our nervous system, our emotions, our sense of reality, you know, and then it's up to us to metabolize that pulse through our consciousness. So a lot of times we might reject it because it's disturbing. It's going to disturb our sense of reality because it's changing our sense of reality and it's doing it, you know, like erosion like the ocean's erosion, it's the sun's erosion on our reality so that we can accept our evolution and remember, you know, our evolution in connection to the sun is to remember our place of origin. You know, we're, we're evolving to return back home. We're, we're evolving to return back where we came from. And, and to go through the hardships and the witnessing the difficulty on earth. Good God, you know, to witness, to be witness to the difficulty and to give it compassion. How can we give it compassion if we can't witness it? How can we give compassion to souls that, in, that have incarnated and have decided to live very troubling lives, very difficult lives, very hard, you know, hardships, how can we give compassion if we can't 
see this? How can we give compassion to darkness if we choose to pretend darkness doesn't exist? And that's the journey inside this balloon, you know? It is contained. Darkness is contained. It has a purpose. Light is not contained. Darkness is contained. It's not just... It's contained. It's controlled. It's measured. And it's a responsibility as we awaken in, in the sun's path, it's a responsibility to look at darkness, to acknowledge darkness, and to love darkness, to give it and reflect back to it compassion. Exactly. I, this is Michelle Dolan. Hi, everybody. Hello. And before you go, I just want to acknowledge Mary Brown in your chat. Um, thank you, Mary Brown, for being here, and uh, see you next time. <laughs> yes, Michelle. Um, I, I think I want to... The first participant to speak, I believe her name was Monique. Sorry if I'm incorrect. Um, she touched on something that I've been, well, it affects me directly because I'm of that generation. But I feel like this is such a significant time for those of us that were born in the 60s, mid-60s, with the Saturn-Chiron conjunct in Pisces, opposing the Uranus-Pluto in Virgo. And then there's a good, well, and it's also trining and sextiling the Scorpio Neptune. So you following me so far? Yeah. <laughs> so with Neptune coming in, you know, as it's been going through Pisces and right now, like for me in particular, I'm going to use myself as an example because it's a good example. Uh, Neptune is right now opposing, you know, my, everything that I have in Virgo. So I have Uranus and Pluto of that generation, mm -hmm. my son and Mercury is there as well. Mm -hmm. So Neptune's coming in to oppose this mm -hmm. and it's moving on to the conjunction with Saturn and Chiron. Currently it's directly hitting the Scorpio Neptune that we were born with. My question is, what are your thoughts about this generation? Like, this is a very significant time. Everything is hitting in Virgo, <laughs> even the Capricorn and Taurus. So do you have any thoughts on what it is asking of us, of this generation? Is it, what is it opening up for us? Thanks, Michelle. 
Well, the first thing I want to speak on, on your question is the Chiron Saturn in Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, This is where um, religions, the concept of religion, organized religions in this lifetime and in past lifetimes, this is, this is where, and, and these religions were governed by men as opposed to women. It's the wrongdoing of the spiritual man in power, the religious man in power. It has to do with the pedophilia. It has to do with the massacre of men and women who did not follow the law of religion. And all of this is opposed in Virgo in the body in the reproductive organs, in the heart, in the liver. (laughs) And to know that your generation and whatever your spiritual responsibility is from today on, you know, and, and today started a year and a half ago, Okay, Mm -hmm. that's today. (sighs) Your spiritual responsibility is to cleanse your body, to heal the spiritual energy inside your body that comes from the generations or the lifetimes or the experiences where organized religion was used to wound life does that resonate it does for me actually quite deeply even when the first participant was speaking when you started talking to her I started having an extreme visceral response in my uh, center of my body where my organs are and oddly enough not oddly enough but uh, yesterday I went to the doctor and was diagnosed with an ulcer right (laughs) Um, so yes do you have children? Yes, I do. I have four. And I am guessing that you have done everything to not transfer this to them. Well, I have made mistakes in relationships, but I have tried um, 
very hard to be a grounding uh, force for them, you know, to keep, because I didn't, I wasn't raised with grounded parents. So I've tried to be as grounded and stable for them as I possibly could. And so I will say that I have consciously done my best to do so. Sure, of course. And, you know, we're human, so we make mistakes. That's normal. But you have raised them in that, in that consciousness of compassion. Yes, very much so. Within healthy boundaries. Um, I'm not sure because okay. boundaries have always been an issue for me. Right. So compassion within healthy boundaries, compassion within a healthy sandbox to play in. I would say... Yes, I mean, I'm not, not really that, not that had to, it didn't have to be perfect. Where I'm not asking, right? right like, we're not talking about Virgonian perfection. Okay, <laughs> okay. You can, you know, not about you being perfect at this, but with the the intent, the compassion, the compassion within healthy boundaries, the compassion within healthy boundaries. Yes, I would say yes. Good. I would say I have. Yes. Um, the, because what strikes the hardest is the Saturn, the Saturn, Chiron, and Pisces, and, you know, this Neptune in Pisces now, and how that's affecting your generation, the sun, the new moon, the Mercury retrograde. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it really has to do where it's it's the crime of organized religion on the history of mankind. And it's undoing that. And it's it's what this whole meditation was about. It's about coming home to wholeness. makes sense and wholeness is is not perfection (laughs) and it's about you know through your lifetime and and through your generation and and your children and the way you're raising your children or have raised your children it's about creating a new harmonics where you know the the firm fist of law of spiritual law of religious law is released you know and Wholeness is experienced viscerally in the body. 
you know, and so what can we do? What can you do to, to help, you know, your diagnosis of this tumor in your stomach? Where do you need to, and so the Virgo, the medicine, you know, where do you need to reconnect to the earth as your mother, as your children's grandmother, who will become their mother? How do you reconnect to the earth? How do you reconnect your stomach to the earth? I, I it, it, for me, I feel as though it is within my boundaries and using my um, gut, my gut response to life to guide me and my heart to guide me as opposed to my thought processes of what is right and wrong to guide me because those have been, the thought processes have been what has been passed down through the generations. And that's, I think, what can be confusing is what, what I was raised as what was right and wrong was based on religious principles. Even though my mother was not religious, she was, she was the Catholic girl gone bad <laughs> essentially you know like she rejected it because it didn't fit her but it was still those principles through the families that were passed passed down that I think in the thought processes confuses the gut and I think that's where the wounding is and so to be grounded in letting my my gut response drive my actions as opposed to my mental responses and i believe that's what this mercury retrograde in pisces this particular you know is trying to help undo you know like th those realizations really struck home for me just the past few weeks um and and these are the things that are coming up and then i had this you know this ongoing stomach issue and then it's been intensifying of course so it's like a a reminder a painful you know there's pain there so it's a reminder to utilize that tool properly yes heal it and then utilize it properly so it doesn't come back my north node is also in Taurus in the third house. So when you say grounding to the earth, it is definitely through the communication of my values. And again, using my gut response for that. And there might be, you know, also a dietary, um, investigation that you can do you know to like really see what you're ingesting if it has any chemicals or irritants to your stomach 
it's like a contract. It's like a, a whole, it's a whole mindset that you need to, according to the energies that you need to assimilate, metabolize and eliminate. That is coding the inside of your stomach. Mm -hmm. And so some of the chemicals that you might be ingesting could be in a codependent relationship. Okay. So some of the chemicals you might be ingesting might be in a codependent relationship to the mindset that's lining your gut. And as long as those chemicals come in and connect to that, that's going to stay in place. And what we need is for that to be eliminated out. Does that make sense? Yep. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, co well, just the word codependent relationships is been a theme in my life anyway. Okay. So that mindset is what is disrupting your, let me repeat it back. So I think I'm, you know, in the way I'm understanding it, that mindset is what needs to be eliminated because that is what is causing the chemical imbalance in the gut that is disrupting the lining, the protective barrier. Gotcha. Correct. Correct. And the foods you're eating could be assisting this toxicity at a chemical level, which is an energetic level. So yes, yes to what you're saying. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, Magdalene. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, Who's speaking? I, my name is Talene. And um, did you hear me? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, so I just wanted to ask a question. And um, it's along the like, same lines of healing from something within my body. Um, and I, I just wasn't sure if you'd be able to answer this question or not, but um, there's something there's, one, that there's only one way to find out. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Oh, so uh, basically, um, yes, just recently there was something that happened um, uh, in my left boob, basically, on, on the side of my heart. And um, I very deeply felt like um, it was something that I could take care of in terms of healing and I'm uh, very familiar with healing myself in the quantum field and um, being able to manifest uh, you know results in the 3d world and I healed myself from a um, from other things in in the past and I felt like I can't clearly communicate what it is that I'm going through with uh, western doctors and usually I'm able to get to the root of my own problems and um 
so anyway, this physical, um, you know, manifestation showed up and I've been working with it with a lot of success and I'm towards the tail end of clearing it. Um, I just wanted to get more, um, confirmation that what I'm tapping into and what I'm working with is, um, like for my highest good that I'm not, you know, like leading myself astray that I, that I can actually get to the root of this and heal it. Um, yeah. So I was just kind of like, I've been on my own journey with that, but I thought if there's more confirmation that I can get from the universe and maybe through you, you know, picking up on something that it would just make me feel sure better. (laughs) Sure. Of course. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I can only speak about what I'm getting. Um, Yeah. um, You know, and, and my guides kind of usually work pretty clearly and directly so and and this is a you know very personal matter Mm -hmm. so you're aware that i'm you know speaking about personal matter to you you know in this in this forum Mm -hmm. um so what's come to me as you were speaking has to do with um second chakra history Mm -hmm. and possible um, infections there that could be either physical or just energetic or psychological. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that resonate with you? Yes. Um, yes. I feel that the root of it is definitely my sacral chakra and, um, and just what I've been dealing with for the past uh, two years. Right. Stems from that right um and yeah so so also um like in working with our guides because i i work with my guides as well and um my journey has been to like really strengthen my faith you know because there's um like i feel like i can tap into these realms and then um because i'm so like well, maybe that's what everyone's experience is. So I would, just, I'm going to make a request of you. Yeah. I'm going to request that you take a few deep breaths. Okay. So faith, when you said faith, I received boundary. Mm-hmm. So there might be a desire that you have, but the desire may not be balanced with the correct boundary or, or needed boundary, which can show up physically in the second chakra or in the spiritual realms as well. Yes. Um, my lesson for this year seems like centered around um developing healthy boundaries and that is physically sexually emotionally and spiritually Mm -hmm. it is all connected 
Well, I never even thought of spiritually, like, yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, my, I didn't think to protect myself spiritually, like, as in, uh, in, in terms of even working with my guides. Mm, we, no, um, no other people. Okay. Other people. So, for example, and this is an exaggerated example, but it, it will mm-hmm. get the point across. Mm-hmm. Cult leaders, spiritual cult leaders, mm-hmm. and the power they have to influence spiritually people's lives would be an indication an exaggerated example of somebody that does not have correct spiritual boundaries, the, the victims of that do not have mm-hmm. strong spiritual boundaries. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. So it can happen in sexual life and it can happen in spiritual life. Mm-hmm. So there's STD, which we know uh, uh-huh. is sexually transmitted disease. There's also sexually transmitted demons or spiritually transmitted demons, spiritually transmitted diseases. So the, the sexuality and the spirituality are one and the same because they're both going after, they're both trying to connect to your kundalini your creative life essence so they can either go at the lower realm which is our sexuality or they can go at the higher uh-huh. realm which is our spirituality uh-huh. and both need protection that's the message with your heart your breast Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about what's, um, like what's happened recently. Um, that, that has nothing to do like physically, but I know that my energy was like, um, used by someone in particular. Um, exactly. Uh, okay. And, and this is someone that I totally trust. So I wouldn't think that I would be harmed and what, you know, what was expressed to me in regards to how I was kind of like, um, targeted (laughs) sexually. Um, but so like, and that directly speaks to my boundaries because I feel that I, I'm so like open and welcoming, you know, um, I didn't think that it took anything away from me. I just thought, oh, that's their experience with my energy. But now I feel like there's more to it, you know, that I should be um, concerned about or protective of. Even if I'm not involved physically, like something could take place. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially in this Piscean time, the veil is thin. Mm-hmm. 
So just be uh, mindful of who you are sharing your energies with physically or in the other realms. Okay. And that will help your heart. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Hi, Magali. Hello. Hello from Denmark. I know that voice. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Um, say I came. Say your name so everybody knows who's speaking. I am Vibe. Um, I have been living in the woods. And uh, just a couple of months ago, I moved back into civilization. And it has been a shock. <laughs> um, moving from, from my, my nature, my contact with, uh, with the forest people and the work that I did in nature. And now I'm living in civilization. And um, I'm trying to translate a book. So is 2020 the year um, where I can launch the book, publish the book? I would say December or after. Mm. Yes. December will be a real powerful time. Yeah. Because I'm I'm one of this generation too with Pluto, Uranus and Virgo and Chiron and Saturn in in Pisces. And what you say about um these these patriarchal uh, religious um I have experience in in the quite another way because I grew up in a Draco reptilian family. Um, and that was another kind of, uh, in a way, religious system. And later on, I experienced it with a man who was a religious leader, mm. um, who I have a son with. And I tried to protect my son but they took him and i haven't seen him for seven years now so do i have a contract with my son still how old is he now he's 19. He was 12 when they took him. Yes, of course you still have a contract with your son. Yeah. And so what do I do? You wait. Uh, you wait for him. The age that I am receiving is 23. Yeah. When he's 23, he will find you. Yeah. Because they, they took him into the repeat system. I know him from an earlier lifetime. 
and I know his father too, and I know them from the Middle Age, from the witch hunting. Yeah. So it will be his process whether he chooses to find you. Yeah. Yeah, he got uh, Venus, Chiron, Pluto conjunct my natal sun. Mm. <laughs> Venus, Pluto, what? Chiron. So yeah, twenty when he's twenty two, twenty three, mm. his Chiron, his Chiron will be in a square to his birth Chiron, which will give him the opportunity to make that decision in life. Yeah, because my Chiron is going his Chiron too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the Draco reptilian family, do you have any contracts with them? With who? I couldn't. With a family from a Draco reptilian bloodline. I grew up in, in, in such a family. Okay, so you grew up in a Draco reptilian bloodline family. That's what you come from. Yeah. Okay. And your question is? Do I have a contract with them? Of course you do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's my understanding, and I, I've done years and years and years of work with reptilian infused family lineages. Mm. And um it's you know when we look at the yin yang yin yang sign yeah we see the dark side and it's got that one dot of white yes this is how the universe works the universe is always in Mm. balance and always gives opportunity Mm. your contract you you know you are the white dot inside the black half And again, it's you, you were born, so you manifested, you incarnated, your job's done. Mm. (laughs) I survived. (laughs) Yeah, you arrived. And so it's really up to them what they choose to do with that white dot in the middle of the, you know, the half circle that's black. Yeah, they put me into a psychiatric hospital. Where I have had this this totally crazy near death experience. <clears throat> and came back. <laughs> and you came back, right? You could because you yeah. can't get rid of the white dot. <laughs> you just it won't the universe won't allow that. It just it's well, not mathematically correct. <laughs> Yeah. It keeps everything in balance. Yeah. And and the balance is hope, opportunity. Yeah. Courage. But it 
But if you have discovered some very deep secrets about how this this manipulation system is functioning in this Draco reptilian system, uh, then it's 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 very hard because it's secret that you can't speak about. You're speaking about it now. Yeah, but you and and the tribe and thirty other people <laughs> and thirty other people. I wrote a book about it, but I haven't published it. Right, and you're going to. Am I? <laughs> Why else did you write it? I I also wrote the the book for 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 the Rainbow Tribe. Yeah, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, I thought too. So there are, you know, there are, and and for and I'm speaking to the group here, the tribe. Um, so many more people than we realize that are involved, you know, as children of uh, reptilian bloodline families. Mm. And I know that because uh, they, I work a lot with that. Mm. So I hear it. I've been hearing it over the years and, and there's, you know, so I'm saying that so that you know, there are a lot of you, there are a lot of people that are going through very similar situations in life. Mm. Yeah. And um, you know, it'd be nice to to do a group. <laughs> And just bring together all the, the people that are aware. <clears throat> yeah. And, and so that you guys can unify. Because it's not easy to talk about this stuff. And it is usually kept secret or only to a few people. And if you speak loud about it in, in my country, you become a targeted individual. And you, they, they put you into a psychiatric hospital. I experienced that. Mm -hmm. You lived that. Yeah. You survived that. You got out of it. And my psychiatrist, his last name was the same name that my ex-husband called his dick when he was raping me. So it was one big Shakespearean drama. It was a game that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a hyper-dimensional space yeah. that is occupied and manipulated from yeah. their end. But have I done what, what I should with that? We, we hacked the system or what? Are you asking? Yeah. Have we hacked the system? Mm -hmm. As light workers and shadow workers? Yeah. 
Yeah, of course we have. Yeah. It's going to take another, you know, yes, we have. And, you know, the, the old castle is crumbling down. And that's what 2019 was about. If we just look at the astrology with the Capricorn Brigade, remember it was Pluto and Saturn with the South Node. Mm. That's, that's the ticker, with the South Node in Capricorn. That didn't happen for hundreds of years. Mm. Something behind the scene, remember it's Plutonian, so it's not going to be a big billboard that says, hey, you know, mm. victory to the light, <laughs> you know, <laughs> It's never, it's not going to be a big billboard like that with Pluto. It's, it's, it's like the way I see it is the basement of hell. The mm. cave system of hell has crumbled. Yeah. You know, that this, that this subterranean <laughs> underground realm yeah. has collapsed and no nobody you know but we're like la 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 mm. and it's gonna take time but um that's what the awakening is about yeah. and and i'll i'll talk about this because it's come up a lot lately in my own process and working with a lot of clients and so, and, and I'm going to try to say this as clearly as I can. A lot, and, and, and so, okay, I'm going to say it as clearly as I can. Um, and it doesn't mean that it has to be true for everybody. Um, but just hear it and consider, consider what I'm saying. <clears throat> and I'm not going to be able to say it exactly because it's still formulating through me over the last couple of weeks but oh this is one of the realizations that i've had recently regarding reptilian energies on earth and in the cosmos and within the hidden sectors of government and and humanity is that uh throughout and so we're looking at time throughout time throughout from the beginning of time, that's like an oxymoron, but from the beginning of time, at some point from the beginning of time to now, many chose to become reptilian, to become draconian. At a soul level, we said, let me, let me go into that playground. Let me go into that reality. Let me go into that sliver of the fourth dimension. Let me coexist there. It's, it's, like, it's, like, it's like inserting agents into the draconian realm for eons. And we lived there. We reincarnated there. And we became one of them. And part of the awakening in some of us that were inserted agents to become draconians 
eons go by, eons go by, eons go by. And part of the emergence of the awakening process is those inserted agents, eons and eons and eons later now, and for many past lives, are saying, wait a minute, <laughs> we're turning. We're turning this ship around. And we can do it because we're doing it from the inside of that draconian energy. Because we chose to become them so that later on in time, we could reverse that energy. How can we, re we reverse an energy if we are not of that energy? Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> a lot of the trouble is uh, from their perspective, they're looking at you going, who the hell do you think you are? You can't turn on us and denounce this and, and go for the opponent. Who do you think you are? And so this is the attack that's happening. Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. And so the struggle with a lot of people that are really doing their shadow work and really, really, really processing and purging and, and getting it out of the cells and getting it out of the body and getting it out of the family structures and getting it out of society and getting it out of government and getting it out of institutions. Mm -hmm. The people they're turning, you know, this is the awakening. It's like, you know what? I choose light. Like I may have chosen darkness for a couple eons because I decided to be an inserted agent. And maybe I forgot at some point we forgot our original place before we were inserted agents, you know, but the remembrance is like, Oh, wait a minute. I don't want to continue like this. This is not who I am or what I am. I'm shifting. And you have the right, we have the right to shift because we're going back home. We're going back to our origins before we were, we were inserted agents. And those that we were inserted into do not like the fact that they're losing part of their tribe. So to them, it's a huge disloyalty you know, and so that's the challenge that, that I'm perceiving that's happening right now. And so did we crack the code? We cracked the code eons ago when we became agents of insertion. That's how this is being shown to me over the last couple of weeks. So that's why it can feel like you are a spy from a spaceship <laughs> spying on, on the reptilians. Yeah. And they're not going to let go that easily. No. You're an asset. You were an asset. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, my dear sister of the woods. <laughs> Hello, Magdalene. It's Hello. Anne. It's Anne. Hi, Anne. You have just 
outlined my whole question for you. Um, I have um, family that I have been separated from for over 10 years. And I, the last two days I've had this urge to contact my son. It's like a pulling from him. Like he needs his mom. Now I'm going on 79. He's in his mid fifties. I'm a Scorpio and he's a Leo. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello, that's why I'm here. I'm also a Reiki master. I've been with Reiki since 1990. So I know a lot of these same things you're discussing. And I believe I'm the mother of someone that is turning the ship. This Leo son of mine. And um, I'm asking a question of you. If you can see a stargate for the two of us. Is there one opening now? And if it is, should I let him find me or should I look for him? This is probably not going to be accurate, but <laughs> is there a name, a person, Jason, around? Not, not on my side of this question. Okay. Is he heterosexual? Yes. Okay. Family, wife, three children, great-grandchildren. Um, nice. So what's the problem? <laughs> well, um, I divorced my husband. Um, well, we separated eight years ago. We divorced five years ago. And... Um, at that time, he did the smear campaign thing and turned everyone against me. So I lost them all. The husband, your husband? Or the My son? husband, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, they lost total respect for me. And um, my life, the way I want them. I'm just an ordinary person. Yeah, I do Reiki, you know, uh, that was used against me. And, you know, that's how the smear campaigns go. Everything was bad then. And, uh, Are you saying, well, you started this off by saying something about Christian? Or did no. I mishear that? No, no. Mm. I'm a Reiki master is what I said. Mm -hmm. um, but I am a Christian, you know, raised my family. Not overly religious, you know, or anything like that. But it was like lightning came out of the sky, oh, bingo. And I just knew then that, this, I mean, I had to move from one side of the continent to the other to protect myself. You know? From your ex-husband and your children? Yes, yes. But was, what, what, why did you need protection? What was the threat? Well, the last thing was a gun. Oh, shit. I mean, that was enough to scare the bejesus right out of me. Who was holding the gun? It wasn't holding, it was purchased and hidden. My husband, my ex-husband. Um, he denied it, but I went and I found the records of it. So um, it was extremely serious for me. And it was funny because like the police department didn't want to pay attention to me. I was calling shelters and they didn't give me the right information. I was, um, everything I attempted to do to stay on that side of the, uh, the East Coast, you know, and I couldn't. Uh, everything just, you know, you're exaggerating, blah, 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 blah. He can have a gun if he wants a gun and you know all these types of things but that they weren't getting the picture and i didn't know if i was not expressing it properly or if this was a call for me to move to the west coast 
So you moved. Yeah. The one, you know, there was one thing in my life I always said, there was nothing that would ever make me leave my family. Nothing. Um, we were close. We were good. We, I mean, couldn't imagine what went wrong. But a third party in a marriage can do those things. Uh, he was protecting his own self by damning me. So um, when it didn't work, the damning didn't. Then the um, threats of life occurred. So that's why I had to move. Hmm. I'm very sorry to hear that. Thank you. But I've come to a great understanding about many things in these years that, you know, I've been enduring it. And um, I just don't know if there's going to be an opening now or not. And if there is, I would like to prepare for it. Um, well, I feel like there's another layer to this that isn't being expressed or disclosed at this time, which is fine. It, it might not need to, but... Um, It's very sad, obviously, for you to not have contact with your children. Especially if you guys were so close at one time. Um, what do you need in your heart? Um... I don't know. I understand. I still love them dearly. You know, it has nothing like they wanted forgiveness. I said, this is not a forgiveness thing. This is misunderstanding. What did they want forgiveness for? I didn't know. It was my husband. He wanted forgiveness. He never said he wanted to come back and be remarried or anything like that. Oh, um, forgiveness for cheating on you and going with a woman. This was not his first time or his second time. You know, it, it was, um, but when the money was missing and the bonds were created, because, you know, our age, as I said, I'm going on 79 now, you know, we were preparing for retirement. And it, well, I thought we were so busy doing all these things, wonderful living in a budget and all that. He was stealing the money left and right and, you know, undoing my life, you know, so that I would, and his last, um, practically his last words to me was, I don't care what happens to you, you can go live in the car. And I was like, huh? Um, I didn't even know where these attitudes came from. Um, mm. I never, we didn't talk that way to each other. You know, there were different language here uh, that I did not, where did that come from? That's not part right. of my life. So whether he was part of the draconians as like a, a mole or something like that, you know, I don't know. But um, Yeah, well, I mean, that's, uh, it yeah. sounds pretty. It's like my heart is in a waiting position. You know, it's not about, I'm not angry with them because I can know when you have the wool pulled over your eyes, the wool has been pulled over your eyes. You don't know. Um, but with this longing that came up today, I would assume I still have the desire to contact them, but this was not, being a Reiki master, I'm sensitive to other people's lives, even though I'm not near them. And it was coming from him. He was pulling me towards him. And um, I was just wondering if, you know, you could see a Stargate or an opening. 
Well, there's always, there's always an opening in the heart. If you're looking for a stargate, you're looking at your heart. Mm. You know, but I would, I would want to find out more, like, why would your son not want to speak to you? Magnus, there were so many in between things. Right, and we don't have the time I mean, like, um, to it, but just because he believed all the lies, you know, he just believed all the lies. And what was the main umbrella of the lies that you were what? It was my husband. He was the main umbrella for it. And no, I know, but what was the what was the dialogue? What was oh what well was your label? What were you labeled with? Oh, well, diagnoses. You know, they went the psychiatric method. Oh, okay. So you're like, oh when, yeah, I needed I had, had to take over my life. You know, and I really oh, what did you say, Justin? No, it was Jackson. Jason. Some, some sort of laws. Um, if you get the therapist or to do something and whatever, whatever, and then you can just put somebody into an institution, you know, and they don't even have to know about it. And that, I believe, was in process only because of the Baker Act. Oh, what? They were trying to Baker Act you. That could be it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, if nothing is turning up, then you're in touch no. with me. So, you know, my my two questions to you are for you to, to contemplate on is what do you need in your heart? And if you're looking for a gateway, the gateway is always in the heart. Mm-hmm. And do you need to reach out to your son and make it in a way that you are just expressing something in your heart and kind of leaving it at the door? Tell him what's going on. Yeah, I have a sense that he might need me. Um, and is that a true sensation? Um, you know, if he said, no, and what are you doing calling me and blah, 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 you know, I, I can accept that too. Um, life has many paths and I don't know what one everybody's on, <laughs> but they have to do their thing and I have to do mine. And I recognize that. And I would have you, you know, check back into your own heart, not about does your son need you? That may or may not be true. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking you to see what do you need in your own heart? Do you need to reach out to him for your sake? Not making it about him needing you. Is there something that you need to say to him? Not a question about what he, if he needs you. That's not going to go down well. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. Hmm. reach out to him and say, Hey, do you need me? That's not going to go well. No. But no. if you have something in your heart that you need to say to have completion and wholeness for yourself, then you go ahead through your heart and you deliver the message 
and let that be the source of completion. Yes, I'm looking for the healing of the wound that occurred. That has not healed. Understanding didn't heal it. Knowledge didn't heal it. <laughs> it never does. Yes, I've learned that. Um, okay, I have something to work on. Yeah, I really do. Um, another wave of the tree branch or something there is what I need to locate. Yeah. This is for you. This is for your wholeness and this is for your completion. It really has nothing to do with your son or very little to do with your son. Yeah. This is about you and bringing this home and having completion. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. <clears throat> Hi, Magalie. Hello. Hi, Magalie. Can you hear me? Yes, if you can speak up a little bit, that'd be great. Hi there, this is Haley, and I've got Anne. I'm going to put the phone back up to her ear. Okay, she's on the phone with us. And I've got my Pisces mom here. Her birthday's on March 1st, and I'm the Virgo stellium in the 12th. And I just wanted to say, oh, my gosh, I wish I could give all these women a hug. Mm. Um, wow, so brave. And for the last nine months, we've been following you very regularly and with all the changes in our lives, which I guess I'll say are wrapped up with, um, to a large part with the government systems. We're waiting on things from that sort of angle. Uh, you've been such a blessing and um, the sail. You've been, um, what do we call it with the sailboat, the rudder? So we're just so appreciative of you and, and thank you so much. And, and so we've got this Pisces and Virgo sitting here and I'm just amazed at what you've been bringing up the last few weeks. It's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> I'm and glad it's resonating. Yes, very much so. Do you have any questions for her? Well, Mazda, I don't know if you're ready for someone like me because I'm a complete empty plate. I don't know where I'm going, what my purpose is. I'm going to be 93 years old next Saturday, and here I am. <laughs> wow. Well, we are blessed to have your presence here. Thank you. you. You would be what we call the elder of the group, the one that holds the wisdom. She really does. Um, I remember being a baby girl, and she would have, um, you know, she comes from a, a Baptist background, but I remember she had Linda Goodman, Sun Signs, and Edgar Casey books, very politically active in her own right, and um, but open to metaphysics, you know, from when I was very small. And she comes from a line of strong women, um, three generations back. And um, you know, just hearing the women um, share their share and the times we're going through. And oh my goodness, I'm just so glad that she's here to witness this. And um, I'm speechless. I, I, uh, I think um, I was going to ask you something about 
you know, it's kind of like the holding pattern. Everything seems to be in a bit of a holding pattern. And I was going to ask you about that. You know, how do we have faith? How do we hold the pattern for stillness and not knowingness? And then for some reason, after the meditation stopped, I remembered this incredible dream I had about 23 years ago. It's kind of like, you know, you have five dreams throughout your life that, you know, are so wild that you really remember them. And this one, I, I'm almost positive it was Mars. It might have been Venus. But it was this memory of seeing the planet floating through space. And then it was like this big exhale of a breath. And it was the atmosphere. And then it floated over and then it enveloped Earth. Like it brought all the biological systems with it. And when you were talking the other day about, you know, the sixth level of extinction or what have you, and I was wondering, mm-hmm. where would something like that fall into play? Like, would that be before the six extinctions? Or I, I've heard a few other people talk about that, but that was so wild. 23 years ago, maybe 24, it was such an intense dream that I had. Hmm. Wow. Well, um, I would say that, you know, don't quote me on this, but <laughs> um, the Mars colony that came, or the Mars exodus that colonized the Earth, you know, is part of... Um, its future was Egypt. So it came way before Egypt. And I I don't know which, well, it would be, I think after the third, so the the fourth or fifth, the fourth or fifth extinction because I, my my vague understanding of it is that the first, second, third uh, extinctions, the beings that were here, that were here, that were extinct, were not yet of physical form. And the physical form, I believe, came in the fourth race. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. And so I think it would be uh, fourth or fifth, fourth or fifth race, fourth race, probably something around there. And then there's sub races within each race, but so it's something in the fourth race would be the exodus out of Mars and onto Earth in physical form, physical beings. And that's uh, military, governments. Yeah, that, that's the, the, the residue of that has a lot to do with all the military and all the governments and all the wars on Earth. And the memory, the memory is just so ingrained on such a, a, 
I'm going to say it, I guess, bodily level. It's just, it's deep in there. Um, my story and the, and hearing the other women, I'm, I'm hearing this thread of um, the male energy or the, the need to heal this aspect of the male energy from each thread. Um, and to do it with compassion, but like you said, boundaries in the sandbox. Um, yeah. So we just need to keep sitting with it, being aware of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That uh, Martian male that exists also in, in, in females. Oh, uh, we've got the little 29-degree Taurus in the eighth right here. Whatever that means. Somebody said something about 20. You said something about 29 degrees, right? <clears throat> yeah, so it's bringing, um, it's bringing healing and compassion to the warrior without killing the warrior, <laughs> but allowing the warrior to play its karma out. And then the warrior recognizes that the warrior doesn't want to war anymore. That takes time. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I'm hearing it. Totally hearing and yes. Yep. And maybe that's part of what's going on with your family. They're at war with you. And um, they have to come to their senses. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. You know, and, and uh, nobody knows. That can't be forced. Right. That's what it is, you know. And maybe you can just be in prayer in total compassion and understand where they are at. Yeah, yeah. They're still in the template of warring against you. Right. And they just haven't come to their senses, like all warriors haven't come to their senses yet. They're still in that Martian energy. And yeah. it just it's a it's a it's a passion that will eventually burn out. Right. Right. And in the meantime, you know, um, just see it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, that's the Piscean, like the wholeness, like that's the wholeness, like the wholeness is, wow, your family is war, you know, is Martian, is warring against you. And there's really nothing you can do because if you engage with that, you're activating the warrior. And so... You're just kind of waiting for them to come to their senses. And in the meantime, you're in prayer. Yeah, that's, that's, it. that's Pisces. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, is that, is that the, oh, is that the wholeness? Is that the completion? Is admitting that there's nothing you can do to a warrior who's still warring against you? There's nothing you can do to change them. 
but it, it will run its course. Just in the meantime, don't create more karma. Don't create more, don't antagonize. That's why I was saying, don't call your son and say, hey, what, you know, do you need me? Yeah, sit in Pisces where the all emanates of itself. Everything all, just yeah. Pisces all across the board. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone like me at the end of the trail <laughs> and with a family warring within itself and have lost contact with any of my relatives? You are the bridge, meaning you're most likely the first one that will bridge to the other side. And that is a bridge of prayer. And you will be holding, uh, you, you will be a guardian of that bridge for them. Does that make sense? Yes. Thank you. The work that you cannot give here will be the work that will create your bridge that your family, each member, will have to pass through. Okay. You'll be the guardian of that bridge, the gatekeeper. There you go. The gatekeeper's your mother. <clears throat> yes, she has been. Yes, she has been. It's been very healing. Because I left home about 16 or 17. And then about six and a half, seven years ago, because of her injuries from a fall at her workplace many years ago, she had to have um, a, a live-in aid, a caretaker. And so I was able to work at home on a project for the last few years, so it worked out good. Um, and it was really going back into the womb and, you know, going in and dealing with the issues and doing a lot of healing. So it's been very, very healthy for both of us. It's been very difficult at times for both of us. Um, but it's full circle, and it's Pisces. It's Pisces. It is. You guys have done amazing work together and the family members that cannot do this right now in this capacity, they will do it through that bridge. Oh, that's sweet. That's sweet. That's good for her to hear. Thank yeah. you. You're very welcome. Very nice to meet you. Thank you for being here. And thank you, Magali, for all that you do for everyone. And God bless you. And I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. So we'll take about two more callers for tonight. Just for time's sake. And, and before we continue, I just want to send out, you know, to everybody here, we have 24 people 
uh, on and just a lot of love to all of you and, and my greatest gratitude to each one of you for being here and here, I mean, not just on the call, but on the path. Thank you. Um, Magalie, I wanted to talk to you for a minute. This is Rita Evans. I also Hello, live in the woods. Hi, I live in the woods in northeastern Minnesota. Superior National Forest, big cotton woods. Anyway, um, I wanted to tell you that while I while we were going through the meditation, I felt like you were talking to me. Then I burst out into tears. Second time I've done a meditation with you and burst out into tears. I mean sobbing total complete thought does other people do that oh, okay i was like well, how come nobody else is doing that why am i the only one okay yeah i i mean i was crying like a baby i'm like ah, you know so and another thing you know i during the meditation it was almost like i i met myself for a second i'm like ah, where have you been and it's so good to see you. So yeah, so that's about it. That's what happened with me. I don't have any, I don't know. I don't know about the planets. I'd like to, but I don't. <laughs> so anyway, I'll give somebody else a chance to talk. Nice to see all of you. I listen to Magalie every day. <laughs> all right, bye. Thanks, Rita. Good to hear your voice. And, you know, bursting out into tears like that is uh, a profound spiritual healing. And I know that you know that. And, and so just, uh, you know, that's beautiful. And that's beyond anything that we could interpret or try to explain. Because it's like something in your soul just... Is somebody trying to say something? Hmm. I hear somebody, but I see all the microphones are muted, so that's very odd. Oh, wow, what a night. Would anybody else like to jump in? I just want to say thank you. It was an amazing meditation. And what you do, Marga, it's so incredible. You have teach me and you have helped me so much. So thank you. Mm. You're welcome. I feel that. Thank you, Magna. Good night from Anne. Hi, Anne. Thank you so much, and good night. Good night to you, too. Thank you for being here.
you know, when I started <clears throat> doing, um, when I started teaching in my whole story of 25 years ago, when I started teaching and I knew I was going to be teaching this kind of material and over the 25 years it has evolved and I evolved from teaching at a massage school in Miami where I was able to teach, you know, consciousness and, and spirituality and how past lives show up in the body and how a massage therapist can actually heal that. And in that time, <clears throat> it was in the uh, late nineties, early twenties. And a lot of the teaching that I received in order to teach my classes came from the healing temples. So at night I would go to the healing temples and then in the daytime I would teach at the massage school. So it's very, it was very Atlantean energy healing. And over the years, you know, then I res resigned from teaching at the massage school. My time over there was done and I started the YouTube channel and I really didn't know what I was, you know, what I was in for, what I was doing. But my guides told me very clearly, and this was, I'm guessing six years ago, we're going on our seventh year with the YouTube channel, maybe. Um, six, six or seven years, I don't know. Um, my guides very clearly showed me exactly what to do. And they were like, you know, you're going to start Karma to Dharma Astrology. That's what it was called back then. And you're going to do these YouTube videos, you know, and at the time they were like five minutes and, and they told me, they, they give me formulas all the time. And they said, you're going to do a video every day for a year. That's what you're going to do. And, and then you'll see what happens. <laughs> and they said, which is the same thing they had told me in the massage, but, but that was different because massage is like in person, it's the classroom, it's a school, you know, but then like YouTube, it's a whole different, like, oh my God, you know, going on YouTube for the first time talking about this stuff was absolutely terrifying. But they said to me, you're protected. You just have to do a couple of things. You have to absolutely be yourself through whatever you're going through and you have to share yourself and whatever you're going through and let that be part of the teaching and what's going to happen if you do that there's a soul frequency there's a journey and you're going to not me but like the the energy that is working through me is going to send out a signal to the people and when the people get the signal something's gonna like a light bulb or some, something's gonna they're gonna recognize the signal and they're gonna come to you and those are the people that you're gonna be working with and that's that's the equation that's it they said we're in charge of this you just you're the vessel where your your life is the teaching where where you know it's moving it is moving through you and it's a signal like like a like a like a 
like a radio station antenna and you're sending out the signal and whoever picks up on the signal recognizes the signal why because and this is what they had said to me is we were all and this is part of a past extinction we were all doing this work before and it got seriously interfered with and aborted and i believe that that's from a past extinction and so we are we are all reconnecting because we've known each other before because we've been doing this work together before and this time around we get to finish it we get to complete it we get to bring it back home together and that that's why there's so much love and there's so much soul because we are as a group finishing completing something that's been in the works for a very very long time and we're doing it together so i thank you guys for i thank all of you you know for picking up on the frequency that they emit through me so that we can do together the work that was set up a very, very long time ago and that we can speak about it and recognize it today here, like in 3D reality. And we can do it together and we can rem remember and it, you know, like the hope and the courage and, and the strength and the power and the love. And like, no matter what, we get to finish. We, we get to finish our job. We get to finish this. We, we, we get to bring this home. We get to come back to home base and finish it and complete it and bring it back to wholeness. And wow, you know, wow. So, you know, we're going to wrap it up tonight. You guys are going to, you know, you have this in you. You know, you participated, you, you contributed, you know, you're, you we're all a piece of the puzzle. And we're all going to walk out, you know, tomorrow and, and go into our lives and tomorrow, Sunday, and then Monday, and then Tuesday, and then next week. And we have this in us and we're going to just, you know, continue to spread it, just our mere existence. So I really thank all of you. Really, I really thank all of you. And... Um, this work is, is sacred. It's very real, even though it's, you know, it's like, wow. It's like, oh my God, wow. And it's so real. It's so real. It's so powerful. It has such an impact on the fabric of existence in your life, in your heart, in your soul, in your family, in, in creating bridges, in, you know, 
connecting through the veil that's very thin and just the power of light is just so profound. And um, you'll receive an email tomorrow with the link so that you guys can um, access this recording, this audio recording, and listen to it throughout the month. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a beautiful night. Have a beautiful week. And until next time, Thank take you care, everybody. Night. Bye-bye.